Hello, this is Cassandra. Welcome to the Luminous Star Podcast. Today I'm going to be talking about how narcissists, sometimes they will use vices of others for source supply. You know, during any type of relationship with a narcissist personality type or other cluster personality types, the relationship may seem more than likely to be dysfunctional. You know, if you're talking about a narcissist relationship, I can pretty much guarantee you that at best, that narcissistic relationship will be dysfunctional. Okay, this is often why issues in the relationship go unresolved for a long period of time. Promises are made by the narcissistic personality to resolve issues, even to go to counseling, right? But it never comes into fruition. Issues press on, and before you know it, your health is compromised. Before I really get into it, I want to thank everyone for joining me today and tonight. I certainly hope you are doing well. And in light of everything that's going on in the world today, who needs a narcissist relationship to add on to the stress? Certainly not me. Okay. (laughs) So uh, anyway, I want to go ahead and get on with this because I don't want to, you know, uh, spend like an hour talking about this subject. The subject narcissist is actually very hard to talk about. You know, I have had narcissist relationships. Thank goodness I haven't had a whole bunch, but not judging. You know, there are a lot of people on the planet who are affected by pathological narcissism. Okay, the numbers will surprise you. Uh, The last time I checked, uh, it was at least about 158 million people that were being affected by pathological narcissism. Okay, and due to social media, now social media is a wonderful tool. However, when you look at how social media sometimes is being used, this may uh, indirectly encourage pathological narcissism. Okay, now again, social media is a great thing. Now, I'm not going against it. However, you know, when people are having all these selfies and they're having more relationships with their devices than other people, right? (laughs) This can actually encourage some form of narcissism. But I digress. Um, You know, when it talks, when we are talking about the cluster B personality type or cluster B personality types, what am I talking about? Or what is the, what are the uh, clusters of personalities here? Let's break it down. We have narcissistic personality and then we have borderline personality then there's antisocial personality and then there's histrionic personality so these four elements here or personality types comprise of the cluster b personality type okay or types now according to the dsm-5 this particular personality disorder is fixed see it's not as flexible as the other two cluster B person or cluster uh, personalities, which is A and C. So you have cluster A and you have cluster C. These two personalities are adaptable or they're flexible. They tend to be able to get along with others. And if there's an issue, they tend to go ahead and resolve it so they can have better relationships with other people. Not so much with the cluster B personality type. Now, this does not mean that everybody who is a cluster personality type will not see the writing on the wall and perhaps go get professional uh, support. Okay, Um, there are some cluster personality types out there that do see the writing on the wall and then and then they will go ahead and go and see someone. 
you know, a professional to help them manage and be able to have better relationships with other people. But that percentage is not a high percentage of the population. Just want to go ahead and put that out there. All right. So cluster B personality types such as narcissistic personality, right? They tend to engage in all types of diabolical tactics for source supply. They pull shenanigans, okay? And sometimes there's a lack of empathy for others, especially when you're talking about the narcissistic personality, okay? And they're narcissists, they tend to be loyal only to their false self-image. Now, false self-image, I like to go ahead and say false self-images. If you haven't heard it anywhere else, right here on the Luminous Star podcast, I'm going to share something with you all. And that is narcissist or narcissist personality tend to have more than one false self image. They tend to have three in particular, right? From a saint to a martyr to a victim who doesn't seem to be able to catch a break in life and views the world as owing a great debt to him or her. Okay, so uh, they tend to be self-absorbed. And when other people are hurting or going through issues, they seem to be immune to it. Very often, this is because narcissists are loyal to their false self-images. Okay, and this also, playing these false self-images, actually help them to obtain source supply from other people. Okay, when you talk about the uh, mask that they wear, each false image has a mask assigned to it. Okay, when we think about the covert narcissist, for instance, Covert narcissists, they often will emotionally uh, bully, if not emotionally blackmail other people to co-signing their shenanigans, to going along, to get along with him or her. Okay, so before you know it, people are actually, uh, you know, perhaps feeling lost in the sauce, right? They're having an identity crisis, perhaps before the age of 40, And this is when the enmeshment is being experienced. A person doesn't know where they end or the the narcissist ends or they begin or vice versa, right? (laughs) But uh, yes, narcissists tend to have a lot of tricks. I would say up their sleeve, but I'm going to go ahead and say they usually have a large trick bag of abracadabras. You know, they always have something. They're pulling some sort of diabolical tactic or shenanigan in order to obtain source supply by all costs or by any cost. Narcissists are often salivating over the rewards. They don't think about the cost. They don't think about what it's going to take for them to obtain the source supply. They often don't care. Okay, so uh, this is some of the things that narcissist personality uh, will do in order to obtain source supply. So one diabolical tactic for narcissist supply is when the narcissist pulls the rug out from under others by a cocktail of deception, manipulation, and spite, which is often stirred up by the element of surprise. Seems like narcissist, narcissist relationships, they are full of these types of shenanigans. You know, I've experienced some of these things myself. So I'm speaking, you know, from a person who is who used to go through this stuff. Thank goodness I woke up, right? I woke up and I started making different choices. So I'm here to talk about it today. I'm able to share some of the things that helped me to stay focused with you all today. 
Okay, so, you know, narcissists and other, some other cluster B personality types sometimes seem to be skilled hunters, right? Therefore, he or she studies and mimics their targeted prey or those that they are targeting for source supply. They do this very methodically and perhaps with the intent to obtain source supply by all costs. Like I said before, some narcissists, some narcissists, right? They start to uh, look at what they think they're going to get. They're focused on that. Sometimes even to the point of obsession. They're not thinking about what it's going to cost them to obtain source supply. For one thing, they could lose relationships. They can be losing supply. And to a narcissist, losing supply equates losing control. And what narcissist do you know like to lose control? You know, there are times that one can detect when a narcissist and some cluster B personality types has a psychotic break or episode, you know, So when a person pays careful attention during a conversation, for instance, the narcissist may give away what their true intentions are by the slip of the tongue. You know, narcissists are notorious for being extremely self-indulgent, right? Or indulgent with a strong sense of entitlement. Therefore tend to treat others like objects and property instead of like individuals. So uh, I also want to go ahead and talk about how sometimes narcissists, in order to obtain source supply, they may attempt to hoover a person back in, especially when that person is showing signs of outgrowing the narcissist relationship. Sometimes narcissistic personalities, they will recruit others to play a dysfunctional role, such as flying monkeys. Okay, they may even have enablers around him or her. Narcissists sometimes will emotionally blackmail people into playing dysfunctional roles such as scapegoat. But, you know, people who are recruited to play the role of flying monkey for a narcissist are often people who have vices that are used by narcissists as leverage to get him or her to do the dirty work of hoovering those targeted by the narcissist. So say you or maybe someone else you know is a person who is showing signs that they're outgrowing the narcissist relationship. Of course, the narcissist is not going to like this. So out of desperation or thirst, right? (laughs) Uh, Showing themselves to be thirsty, a narcissist, they may recruit someone to play the dysfunctional role of a flying monkey, right? And after this is done, after say if the person is successful in hoovering you or someone else you know back in to an unfavorable situation or a third-party situation, right? Narcissists, they seem to love third-party situationships. But let's just say the narcissist is successful with hoovering the person back in. Well, what happens to the person that has played the role of flying monkey? They get, yeah, they get kicked to the curve. See, some flying monkeys think that because they're in the good graces of a narcissist and they help him or her to facilitate a Hoover success, oh, they think they're good. Nope, not so. Once the narcissist Hoovers a person back in, sometimes the flying monkey gets the boot. Okay, but guess what? A flying monkey often is the person... Well, let me put it like this. The person who is tagged to 
uh, play the role of a flying monkey for a narcissist, very often they will seek out their piece of the pie or their cut for a Hoover well done. They're going to go to the narcissist. They're not going to go to the person who was Hoover back in. Even though the person who is playing the role of flying monkey, something else interesting happens. He or she often has a hidden agenda for getting that person hoovered back in to a narcissist relationship. So there's some betrayal going on there. Okay. So uh, there are some people who have, uh, who have unfortunately been uh, hoovered back in to a narcissist relationship after they have vowed to leave the narcissist relationship. But enablers also tend to be prime for recruitment to become a flying monkey for narcissistic personality or some other cluster personality types. Okay, so um, usually what happens here is that everyone has a hidden agenda to get a particular person hoovered back into a narcissist relationship. As disgusting as that sounds, this often goes on more than we want to talk about. Okay, so um, very often when the narcissist has, should him, should they have a successful Hoover, the flying monkey gets the boot. And of course, the flying monkey doesn't like this. But flying monkeys of narcissists can be very naive, though, you know, where it pertains to how far narcissists are often willing to go for narcissists to supply. He or she can often choose to see no evil, hear no evil, or speak no evil of the narcissist. But, you know, this is what's often interesting to me is how this same person who is recruited as Flying Monkey, they have so much to say about the person who is getting hoovered back in. But when it comes to the narcissist, they're all praises. And very often it's because they want to be in the good graces of a narcissist for whatever reason. Okay, but narcissists often do their homework before they choose who they're going to recruit to help them do a successful Hoover. So they often study the vices of other people in order to have leverage. Never underestimate how far a narcissist will go in order to obtain a Hoover. Okay, instead, flying monkeys recruited by narcissists unleash their contempt for the the narcissist's targeted prey. Okay, enabling flying monkeys often lack wisdom and foresight to the diabolical tactics of the narcissist or some other cluster personality types. Uh, this is very true. Okay, there's always a hidden agenda. There's always a reason why somebody will re- agree to help a narcissist hoover someone back in. Now, there are, uh, see, all flying monkeys, for instance, are not the same. I want to share with you all some of the classes of flying monkeys or some of the types of flying monkeys. They can be enablers. They can be drama kings and or queens. Okay. They can have low vibration. They can have a low consciousness. They can embody a lower level entity, spirit, or energy. Now I'm not trying to spook anybody out, but we are all comprised of energies, right? We often have spirits. Okay. And therefore entities, you can look at an entity as a corporation, We often are engaged for whatever reason, right? So there are different classes and types of flying monkeys. Some of them are quite covert. Some of them are addicts. Some of them are communal flying monkeys. Some of them are pathological. 
Now, when I just described those four things there, they sound a lot like a narcissist. Very often, narcissists and flying monkeys are like first cousins rather than evil twins. Why? Because their reasoning for getting someone hoovered back in are often different, yet their vices are the same or quite similar. So rather than them being evil twins, yeah, they're often like first cousins because their reasonings for getting someone hoovered back in are not quite the same. Very interesting when you look at it. You know, narcissists and cluster B personality types, some of them anyway, predominantly use a particular area of his or her brain while focused upon obtaining narcissistic supply from others. Some who have this personality disorder might also be addicted to painful emotions, drama, toxicity, dysfunction, chaos, and sabotage. These factors might explain the narcissist's obsession, if not addiction, to obtaining attention from others via source supply. Because remember I was talking about this earlier about the cost versus rewards. So narcissists, they often seem to be obsessed with obtaining source supply to the point that they're not considering what it's going to cost him or her. They're salivating over the the rewards or what they think they're going to get out of the situation. So never underestimate how far a narcissist will go just to obtain the source supply. On the next episode, I'm going to be talking about how narcissists and some cluster personality types, they often use what's called a reptilian brain, which is um, the reptilian brain reflects the primal drives of a person. We all have primal drives. I'll get into this on the next episode on the Luminous Star channel. Okay, so I want to go ahead and finish out by sharing just a few tools with you all to help you to perhaps deal with this, should this be your situation. Perhaps you're in a third-party situation. Maybe a narcissist is trying to hoover you back in. But tool number one, take steps to become more involved in your life instead of the narcissist's life. Now, I don't mean to sound like I'm being sarcastic or facetious, but this is one of the things that I did, turn my life around. Instead of focusing so much on the narcissist, I started focusing on my own life. What were my priorities, my values, my principles, right? Narcissists, they often demand our attention. They demand to be the center of our mind. You heard me correctly. A narcissist often wants to be the center of your mind, not your heart. They tend to not care if you're loyal or loving them or caring for them because it doesn't supply them. But at the same time, they will exploit your capacity to love or to care, or to support, or to be friendly, or the capacity to be able to have great relationships with people. Narcissists often don't value positive relationships. They tear down a personal boundary. First thing they're going to do is tear that down because they have to have control and fuel in order to obtain store supply. Moving on to tool number two, discontinue to expect narcissistic personality and or other cluster personality types to have any real understanding of how you may be affected by challenges, circumstances, okay, situations, and issues in life. He or she probably lacks the empathy. They probably don't care about what you're going through if it doesn't supply him or her. Very often, they want to be the center of your mind, not your heart. If they're the center of your mind, they can get everything else from you or another person that they may be targeting for source supply. Final tool consider incorporating shadow work into your support base 
Embracing your good, bad, and ugly while loving yourself anyway is a true game changer that the narcissist cannot complete. You know, they can't actually compete against. That's what I meant to say. They can't compete with that. How can they? They can't penetrate a person's energy body when they're doing that. A person can actually be able to uh, fight effectively against a narcissist when they start to what? Practice personal boundaries, practice mindfulness, right? They're often focused on what they need to do in order to heal and thrive forward. You know, everyone has vices, but by accepting yourself regardless is priceless because the narcissist cannot use that against you. Very often, narcissists will try to study people's vices in order to use it against them. But if you do shadow work and you know you're good, you're bad, you're ugly, right? Or you're ugly, <laughs> right? You can't, the narcissist cannot, they can't fight against that. You already beat them to the punch. So I hope these three tools actually help you. And I actually hope this whole podcast episode was something that will help you to continue to thrive forward and do the best that you can in order to make sure you're living your best life. Narcissists often don't want people to do this because they end up without the source supply. Narcissists equate losing control with losing source supply. Okay. And until next time, take care of yourself. And of course, stay tuned for more episodes. Mwah.